You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real pain. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to stream. You can also visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more info about PCLB and visit our event tab to see what's going on this month. Lastly, like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at PC Las Vegas. Thank you again and enjoy the message. arms together with one another. Fifty-nine lives were lost. Fifty-eight, including the shooter, fifty-nine. You know, our, our prayers go towards his family as well. You know, we can't forget his life as well. That was troubled and brought a lot of pain. Families were lost. Amen. In this time and moment, amen, there's so many crises going on. We need to continue to stand for the people of Puerto Rico. We can't forget what happened in Florida in Houston, in Mexico. We stand with them today. And so today as we link arms, I want us to just bow our heads for a moment of silence for those that have lost their lives during these tragedies in our world, in our nation, in our city. Father, I just pray right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we're here gathered together in unity, Father God, lifting up those that lost their lives through every event that took place, Lord, these hurricanes, Lord, the earthquakes, Father God, now this shooting, my Lord. Father, we stand here and remember the families. We pray for them, Father God, that have lost, Father, lost things, their lives, Father, lost, Father God, their homes, my Lord, lost things within themselves, my Lord, Father, that, that they, they're affected for the rest of their lives, my Lord. And Father, we pray right now for each family that's dealing with a crisis, my Lord, that you would move upon each one of these families. And Father, that your comfort and your peace would be there. And Father, we lift up our city here, Father, Father, for an event that took place a week ago, my Lord, from today, that you move upon these families, Father God, and our hearts go with them, Lord. But united we stand, Father. We will not be one, Lord. We are born for this battle. And so we ask, Lord, that you would move upon us and strengthen us to remember unity and love. And, Father, to lift up one another, Lord, as we lift up our armed forces, Lord, and our metro, our police department, Lord, our firefighters, our Father, medics, every position, every doctor, every nurse, Father, every, Father, every first responder, everyone that took place, Father God, during that night. And, Father, the days after and what's going on with the people in our city, Lord, let us stay united in mind and spirit, Father. And we ask that you meet us here today, Lord, that your word, your manna from heaven will feed us, Lord, and bring peace and rest to us, Father. And we ask that you would move, Lord, that everyone that has an ear here, let them hear what the spirit of the Lord will say. And that we will leave changed 
and we will leave refreshed in Jesus' name. And everyone says, amen. Come on, give the Lord one more praise, amen. Go ahead and grab a seat today, amen. Hallelujah. What a powerful video that was presented by one of our churches here, amen, in the city. That we are battle-born. Amen. This is not a surprise for us, church. If we are Christians and believers, God has prepared us for this battle. You know, we went through the life of David. David was prepared for the battle. Amen. We stand and we, we understand that today that, 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 that you know, God is, is here in our city. And, and, his, and his name is being spoken. The name of Jesus is being lifted high. You know, as I was ironing my clothes, amen, and uh, this past uh, Wednesday, and I do iron clothes because I like ironing, amen. I was raised that way, and so I, I'm not a man of wrinkle, amen. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a man, and these are my own, my own creases here, amen. And so I, I, was very, I was taught that at a very young age on that, amen, and just follow my brother's habits, amen, and, uh, who were... Uh, homeboys and stuff like that. I wasn't a homeboy, amen, uh, even though you guys may think I was. I, I wasn't, amen. But, but, uh, but the pants, the pants may say that different, amen. Praise the Lord. But, but as I was ironing, getting ready for work on the Wednesday, God reminded me of a vision that he gave me 17 years ago, which I've shared with this church many times throughout the 16 years that we have been here. And God told me that Las Vegas will be one of the key cities for revival. That Las Vegas would be on the map, that we would be in the news, and the world will see God in the name of Jesus will be lifted high in this city. Amen. This is what's happening right now. Amen. That His love, somebody say His love. His love is being demonstrated. We are standing in unity in the midst of our disaster, and our city is lifting up the name of Jesus. It's been shown all over the world. It's been shown in the media. You know, when, I, when God gave me this vision 17 years ago, I didn't think it would come by this way. But God is so good of turning what is bad, what the devil intended for evil, and God comes to our rescue. I want you to turn to the book of Psalms. And this is the main scripture I'll be using throughout this message. Amen. A scripture that you should know and have in mind and keep in remembrance. Psalms 34, verses 17 through 18. The New Living Translation says like this, The Lord, somebody say the Lord, hears his people when they call for him for help. And he rescues them from their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. And he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The Lord hears when people call. He rescues them in time of need. He's close to those that are broken in heart. And he rescues those that have been crushed in their spirit, Lord. See, a week ago, our city was hit. A horrible event took place outside in a concert, amen, Route 91, where it took the lives of 59 in the shooter and left hundreds wounded. So many families affected by this act of evil. So many questions not answered. 
But the fact remains that lives were lost. Our community, our place of residence was violated a week from today. Our city was disrespected. But ever since man, the garden with Adam and Eve, sin and death entered this world. We live, oh no, in a fallen world. Come on, an important world and death does happen, church. You got to understand that evil does not come from God. These acts are the acts of Satan. We can blame people. We can blame this shooter that took the lives and wounded them. Amen. But Satan is the mastermind behind all this. Come on. Now. He is his work. Amen. This is where can't forget his mission, church. John 10, 10 says the thief, Satan, comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, church. Uh, you have to understand it is his mission. He is the one behind all this evil that's in this world. Evil has to be run through someone. The spirit cannot operate without a body, church. Evil will find a body to operate, just like God finds a body for him to be presented. Good cannot be displayed good unless it's church. It goes on to say, though, in John 10.10, 10, in you, James, it says this, but I come to give you life, and that you may have life more abundantly. See, Jesus is the giver of life. Satan is the taker of life. John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world. God loves the world. God loved those people at Route 91, amen. God loves the sinner, amen. God loves everyone. God loved that shooter. Come on, don't get mad with me. God loved him. He loves the world. He loves everyone in the world. That he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus, my friend, is the giver of life today. Jesus is the giver of life. It goes on to say in verse 17, For God did not send his son to condemn the world or take away life, but that the world through him might be saved. And because we live in this fallen world, church, in this imperfect world, sin runs wild in our world. It's sad to say that these things happen, but it happened to anyone. But when things take place, my God shows up. I said, Jesus shows up, amen. And the title of my message is, My God Shows Up. Somebody say, My God Shows Up. You got to understand this. Why? Because the scripture I just read, he shows up because he's close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits have been crushed, amen. And he hears the cries of his people. When trouble hits church, my God shows up. Let me tell you, when we started to hear what was happening in our strip last Sunday night, 
When we started to hit, when it started to hit the media, started to hit Facebook, when we started getting phone calls and text things, are you seeing the news? Are you seeing what's happening? Something horrible is happening in our city, amen. Come on, what happens, amen? I can tell you right now, when Christians started to see that, we saw it as a spiritual attack. A battle was going on for lives, amen. And so we fought like we know how to fight. We got on our knees and we started to seek God, amen. During that time this is how we fight our battle church we get on our knees I don't know if you started to pray once you started to hear the gunshots we started to pray say God we pray for that situation right there and then God step in God shield those people God save them God have mercy upon their lives God show up and God my God showed up Come on, though disaster and people lost their lives, I can tell you right now, my God showed up. He showed up in humanity. He showed up, amen, in first responders, amen. He showed up in a police officer's uniform, amen. He showed up as SWAT. He showed up as a firefighter. He showed up as a medic, amen. He showed up in ordinary lives, helping other people and risking their own lives. Let me tell you, people don't do that, but God does. He showed up in people that put courage inside of them. It started to show a love for one another. I'm going to lose my voice today. I don't know what's happening, amen, but there was such an anointing on our worship team, amen. I, there was something happening, amen. I would say, man, God, you're, going, you're taking us to the next level. We're saying higher and higher. I felt like we were going higher and higher. He showed up in selfless people, husbands laying over their, lives, over their wives' lives, even if it meant losing theirs. He showed up as angels, caring people. I don't know who carried me. I don't know where he came from, where they came from, but somebody rescued me. He showed up in a man stealing a truck to take people to the hospital. I guess that's the only time you can steal a truck. So many people taking wounds. He showed up as a taxi driver. He showed up wherever. People were coming. Use my truck. Throw them in the back. Let me take them. Because when trouble hits, my God shows up. Why? God is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues whose spirits have been crushed. And he hears the cries of his people. My God showed up in doctors, nurses, medical staff, specialists. Showed up in those putting, pulling all-nighters. My God did not sleep that night. He guided every surgeon's hand as they operated. Did you know that? Stood there. No, not that way. This way. Don't cut that. Cut this. Let me tell you, we gathered that Monday night and said, no more lives lost, God. Father, right now the number stops where it's at. Let me tell you, there's no been another number added to that. Because God hears the cries of his people. Because when trouble hits, my God shows up. Man, we need a shirt that says, my God shows up. 
Man, that's another shirt right there. Son, where are you, son? Get a shirt going, amen. My God shows up. PCLV. He hears the cries of his people when we pray. We say, have mercy on us. No more wounded. No more death. Amen. He showed up in a security guard that went to the 32nd floor, knocked at the door, shooter. Amen. Though he took a bullet in the leg, he was able to call the police and say, I found him. Come up up here. Amen. My God showed up. Got the shooter's attention. That got him to turn the gun on himself and not no more spraying over the people. My God showed up and saved lives, church. Though lives were lost, he saved lives. Hundreds could have been wounded more. More could have been dead, but my God showed up. Do you know what the security guard's name was? Jesus. Jesus Campos. Is that coincidence or is that my Jesus that showed up? I believe it was my Jesus showing up. It wasn't Art or Fino, Xavier, no other Mexican name but Jesus. Oh, my God's Mexican. <laughs> I just play. I don't call it coincidence, church. Something went in this man's spirit. Got this ordinary security guard to take matters into his own hands to get some kind of courage to go up there. Amen. Let me tell you, most people say, I'm not, that's not my job. They don't pay me enough. But let me tell you, amen, this $9 job hour went up there and said, you know what? I got to do something. I don't know why I'm doing this, but something's inside of me that, that I got to do something, amen. I'm telling you, the Spirit of God got inside this young man, went up to the room. Hey, who's in there? My God showed up. And he saved lives. Everything's falling down. Hallelujah. God, my God showed up right now. Why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those who are crushed in spirit. He hears the cries of his people. He showed up early the next morning when people started lining up for blood donations. He showed up in people donating water, food, and clothing. Amen. Uh, people offering up their homes. I've never seen that before. Man, you can stay here. I can take two. I can take four. I can feed this. I can do that. Amen. I've never seen that. Why? My God shows up. He offered in giving rise. Amen. He showed up in people giving financially. Amen. He showed up in so many ways, church. It's amazing how my God showed up. His spirit of love shown in humanity. Let me tell you, when we went out there the next day, man, all I seen was God's love. I was overwhelmed with people not looking at people wrong, not disrespecting nobody, not saying, get out of my way. Everybody was so polite. I said, man, am I dreaming here? 
this is not, this, is this Vegas? Is this any city, amen? Where people were just going out and, man, people line up, people delivering pizzas and, and bringing all kinds of sweets and all this stuff, amen. Because my guy showed up. Why? Because he's what? Close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. And he hears the cries of his people. My God shows up, church. And it's not a surprise. He's done this throughout history. He's done it all the time. We, we should not be surprised that my God shows up. Though there was disaster, my God showed up in Puerto Rico. My God showed up in Florida. My God showed up in Houston and Mexico. Let me tell you, lives were lost, but my God still showed up. You don't hear the stories. We just hear the bad news. No one wants to talk about the good news. From the beginning of time till now and forever, my God shows up. In the book of Mark, chapter 4, we find the disciples going through a storm. We find themselves fearing for their lives. In Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 39, it says this. As evening came, Jesus and the disciples said, let, let, let us cross to the other side of the lake. And so Jesus, in the boat, took the boat and he started out and leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came and high waves uh, were upon the boat and over their heads, uh, uh, crushing, uh, a fierce storm came up. And high waves, amen, were breaking into the boat, and they began to fill with water. And Jesus was sleeping in the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. You got to picture this. A storm hits. Disciples start freaking, and Jesus is sleeping. And the disciples woke him up shouting, Jesus, don't you care? We're going to drown. And Jesus woke up and he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, silence, be still. And suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. See, all of a sudden, they hit a storm. They cry out to Jesus. Jesus hears their cries and he comes to their rescue. Why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted, and he rescues those whose spirits have been crushed, and he hears the cries of his people. How about Paul and Silas? Book of Acts 16 says that Paul and Silas went on an outreach. Come on, it's just like us when we went to the, to the sign, amen. They went on the outreach. They were passing out flyers. They were sharing the gospel, casting out demons, amen. And the city got in an uproar over this. And so the city, amen, started to get sticks and started to beat them. Here's a flyer. Man. I mean, that's all it was, amen. They started getting mad because they're casting out demons. And they're like, what's, what's going on here? I wonder if we would pass any flyers if someone hit you. I wonder if that would stop you from sharing the gospel. 
But here they are passing out flyers, sharing the gospel, casting out demons, amen. And the city doesn't like it and responds in a wrong way, in an evil act. And they had them thrown in jail. Imagine what Silas was thinking after all this. Paul, this is your fault. Yeah, we're going to just pass out a few flyers and that's it and nothing's going to happen. Yeah, right. But Acts chapter 16, 25 to 26 says this. Around the midnight hour, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. The other prisoners were listening. And suddenly there was a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken and its foundations were shaking him. And all the doors immediately flew open and every chain of every prisoner fell off. Somebody say, fell off. Come on. It was at their midnight hour, church. Amen. Paul and Silas cried out. Paul was there in the jail cell. Silas was there in the jail cell. Lord, have mercy upon us. Amen. And they began to worship God. And my God showed up and rescued them. Why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. And he hears the cries of his people. That don't get you excited. That don't get you excited. Come on, we have any broken-hearted people in this place? Come on, uh, come on, have you been broken, amen? Come on, uh, have you been crushed in your life? Does he hear your cries? Come on, somebody give him some praise. Bible says, you know what, praise me, otherwise I'll get a rock to praise me. Rock has no life. That means if you're not praising God, you've got no life. You're just as dumb as a rock. You better tell you never, you better start praising. (laughs) Or get up and say, I ain't just sitting by no dumb rock. (laughs) If that offends you, amen, start praising him. (laughs) That's the answer, amen. Hallelujah. Start praising God, amen. God showed up for the Israelites. Come on, Moses was leading them out of Egypt. The enemy was closing in on them from one direction, amen, and their backs were against the wall facing the Red Sea. And they thought they were goners for sure, man. This is it. We're going to die right here. And they start freaking out in fear. But Moses tells his people, don't be afraid. Just stand and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians that you see today, you'll never see again. For the Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Israelites right here facing the Red Sea. The the Egyptians are coming after them. God hears the cries of his people once again. Moses hears his voice. And puts the staff in the Red Sea. And it splits the Red Sea in half. And he rescues them. Exodus chapter 14, 15 and 16 says this. And the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell your people to get moving. Pick up your staff. Raise your hand over the sea. 
and divide the waters so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. In other words, Moses, God was telling Moses, tell the people to stop crying and stop complaining and get moving. Somebody else, man, things in our life, we start crying instead of doing something. We just stay there, we're going to die. Yeah, you're going to die. You don't do nothing, you're going to die. But let me tell you, Moses, you know what? Why are you crying to me? I got your back, amen. Stop crying, start believing, and start doing something for it. Do something in your life. See, we want God to come and just fix us up with you doing nothing. We come over here, we give them our wives, fix her. I'll be back next Tuesday. I'm done working on her. Let me tell you, there's a lot more longer line of men, amen, than that line. A lot of husbands, amen. Yeah, she sent me. <laughs> fix them. Come on, mom, moms and dads are dropping kids at the church. Can you fix them? We'll pick them up when they're ready. I said, stop crying and do something about it. Why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted church. He rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. And he hears the cries of his people. If you go home with anything, church, go home that he's close to the brokenhearted. Go with, you know what? He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. And go that, you know what? My God hears my prayers. This is our God, church. Because when trouble hits, my God shows up. Every time I've cried out to God, he showed up. Every time I said, I don't know about this God, he showed up. Every time I felt like quitting church, he showed up. Every time I said, no, no, not again, he showed up. God, every time I got a bad report, he showed up, amen. Every time something happened, amen, trouble hit my life, he showed up when I cried out. Why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted. And he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. And he hears the cries of his people. My God showed up for Shama. You remember Shama? Not Shanana, Shama. Come on, it says that Shammah was in the middle of a bean field. And the entire Israel army bailed on him. Anybody ever bail on you? Don't look at him right now. Come on, they left him hanging, amen. No one was with him, amen. The, the entire Philistine army was coming after him. And it says in 2 Samuel 23, 13, it says, But Shammah held his ground in the middle of the field, and beat back the Philistines, him by himself, amen. So the Lord brought about a great victory. The NIV says that Shammah defended it. Come on, are you willing to fight to defend? Come on, if you, if you want to you, you defend something, you got to fight, church. We're battle-born. Come on, we're not scared of what took place a week ago, church. Come on, this or where's this? You know what? We're fit for this battle, amen. The battle is real. It's hit our city. It's time for us to rise up and know that my God will show up in your situation. Am I the only one excited here? I guess he hasn't shown up for you yet. Or maybe he hasn't shown up for you lately. With so many of us, amen, where have you been 
lately that we don't get a little excited because he hasn't done a little thing in your life. Well, I haven't got blessed like she has. You know, we don't get excited no more because pastor doesn't say my name over no more over the pulpit. Pastor, I haven't even shook my hand. He don't even look my way. I'm looking now, okay. <laughs> Nobody was with this guy. I'm pretty sure at that time and moment when he's seen all his brothers, the entire church leave him. And he's seen a, his enemy coming after him. He says, you know what, man, I've fought too long. Uh, you know what, I've been saved too long. Uh, I've been delivered too long. Uh, I've been set free from drugs too long. Uh, I've been, uh, I stopped drinking too long. Then I'm not going to give up ever. Even if everyone else bails on me, I'm going to stand and believe. And Shama stood there and said, you know what, my God is going to show up. And he said he brought a great victory uh, that he took out an entire Philistine army by himself with my God. Let me tell you, all you need is my God, and you win every battle, church. He was crazy enough to believe. I believe he was just freaking out at the moment, amen. He said, you know what, God, uh, come on, uh, I need you to come in, amen. Everyone bailed on me. Uh, I need some courage, amen. And all of a sudden, he just started to feel a little better, amen. He started doing a little bouncing by himself and said, you know what, I'm going to take these bottles out right now. And he said, you know what, come on. Uh, you know what, let's do this. I can imagine he got some fun. He just started walking his face. Yeah. See, some of us, we need to just get a little crazy, amen. Come on, I know you know how to get crazy. I, you know crazy. Whatever you do, you know crazy. You used to do that in the streets all like that. Don't mess with that dude, amen. Come on, even though you didn't know how to fight, you just had a crazy face. Work for me, amen. Hallelujah. I never had to fight nobody. I just went, oh, that dude's crazy, amen. This is your future husband right here. He's just like me. But he was crazy enough to believe and say, you know what? God, you need to show up, amen. I'm going to stand here. I'm not backing down. I'm not going back, amen. I'm going to stay right here. You've done too much in my life to give up everything that you've done. Let's do this. And he strikes down every Philistine after Philistine, taking everyone out, kicking in the back, doing all kinds of stuff, man. Just bam. Wow. <laughs> it's like a movie, man. Can you imagine? That was my God, amen, because I can't do that.
And don't ask me to do it again because I won't. Why? Listen, why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted. And he rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. And he hears the cries of his people. That's my God. My God showed up there. My God showed up. And I drove to the memorial yesterday. I seen these two windows. And they were boarded up with the same colors of glass. My heart broke. I said, God, this must have how you felt when you seen, when you seen this happen. Your heart, it broke his heart, church. He wasn't happy over this. He wasn't standing there with approval. He was broken. He was broken because they were broken. My God shows up, church. He showed up. He showed up and protected. No more officers now. No more, no more, no more, no one going down, no more. Because God's people rallied. We started to pray instead of just look and do nothing about it. Man, God, I, I don't know what to do. I'm here. I can pray, though. I can, I can, I can. He'll hear my cries, even from way over here and they're way in the strip. God, stop. No more death, Lord. Shield them. Protect them. Have mercy upon them. And my God showed up. Why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. And he hears the cries of his people. See, when troubles and storms and battles come against this church, when we cry out to God, our God, say our God, shows up and rescues us. My God was there. My God was at Route 91. In the midst of storm, my God showed up. In the midst of their midnight hour, my God showed up. When their backs were against the wall, my God showed up. When they felt all alone, my God showed up. Why? You know why. Why? He's close to. And he rescues those. And he hears. My God shows up. Let me tell you, church. If he showed up for the people in the past, and he showed up for the people there on that strip, my God will show up for you. When you're facing storms and waves are, of life are hitting us from all directions, if we cry out, our God shows up. In your midnight hour and when you have sleepless nights and you feel that, come on, there is no way out of your situation. When you start to worship God, amen, come on, and you put your praise on, our God will show up. When your back's against the wall and you think, man, uh, your circumstances are going to overcome you, amen, and you start putting your faith in your God, our God shows up. And when you're feeling all alone, church, with everyone that's against you, and know that our God will never leave us or nor forsake us, guys. The Bible says that if he's for us, no one can come against us. God, our God shows up. Come on. Our God shows up. Why? Come on, say it out loud. Because he, come on, he, he's close to the brokenhearted. 
He rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. And he hears the cries of his people. Say, God hears my cries. Come on, say, God hears my cries. you got to understand that he does. Because my God shows up when you call out. He don't leave you hanging. He don't say, I don't got time for you. We think that. I don't want to bother God. He's, he got too much to do. My God's all-powerful, church. My God can be anywhere at any time. Let me tell you, that's a lie from the devil. Just call out. He's stopping you from calling out. You're not going to bother no one. You're going to bother God? Oh, it's me again. I messed up. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay, church, to see you messed up. Or, you know what, I'm going to lose it here. She's driving me nuts again. <laughs> I'm not looking at you. She's driving me nuts. <laughs> Kids are driving me crazy. My job's just on me. God, I can't handle this no more. Don't like my bosses. Man, don't like the new person there at Del Taco serving. Ah, they don't know how to make it no more. What happened to Jesus? Let me tell you, church, when we feel like that, and we've all been there, we've gone through things, you got to cry out because God hears your voice, and God hears the cries of his people, and he's close to the brokenhearted, and he rescues each time those that are spirits have been crushed, church. I'm going to close today. But I believe, listen, and I want you to listen to this real carefully before we end here. I believe that last Sunday night, listen, last Sunday night, the people at Route 91 were crying out. I believe that there was some crying out. I believe that there was some that they were doing their thing and thinking they were this. Or I, I don't know. But I believe there was some crying out. And I believe that people were crying out, amen. There was one story. It said there was two young girls, amen, that got together, and they were crying out to God. They were trying to get into the corner, amen, from the shooter, and they, they were close together, amen, and they just they linked arms together and started to praise Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And they started to pray together. And they started to cry out and say, God, save us. And let me tell you, those two young ladies are still alive because my God showed up. There was another story of a, of a man, amen, that just wanted to hear mama's voice one more time. And so he's in panic and running and hiding. He, he calls his mom. He says, man, I just want to tell my mom I love her, thinking that he was going to end, his, his life was going to end that night. And, and even his mom is hearing on the phone and hears the bullet shots and all this stuff. And my, that mom did not panic. But that mom says, you know what? Stop saying you're going to die. You're going to live. Let's pray right now. Because when I pray to my God, my God shows up. And started to pray for his son. And they started to pray together. Amen. And I'm going to let you know that he's alive today. 
because he heard his cries of a mother for a son, and my God showed up. Second Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10, NIV says this. Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation. Leaves no regret, but the worldly sorrow brings death. Which means, church, when people cry out in sorrow, it doesn't matter if they were there doing their thing. At that moment in time, when they start to cry out to God and start to repent, that's a godly sorrow. When they start to truly repent in their lives, God, save me. I know I shouldn't be here. I, I know maybe I shouldn't be doing the things I was doing. Uh, you're God, but right now I believe in you. Uh, and so I'm going to cry out to you because that's what my mom told me. Uh, that's what my grandma told me. Uh, that's what my Theo, my dad, whoever told me. Uh, that's what they told me, that if I'm in trouble, uh, I can cry out at any time uh, to my God. Uh, and he will hear my cries and he will rescue me. And I believe that people cried out and truly repented, and God saved them. I believe that some people are Route 91 that died, that died, church. I believe cried out in godly sorrow, repented them, and God says, welcome to paradise, amen. Come on, today you'll be in paradise, just like he told the guy hanging on the cross that was about to die. I believe that. I believe that. Why? Because he's a merciful God. I believe that because he's close to the brokenhearted. Amen. I believe it because he rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. I believe because he hears the cries of his people. Godly sorrow leads to repentance. It leads to salvation, church. Doesn't Romans chapter 10, 13 says, Anyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be what? Saved. Saved. Is that a lie then? Huh? On the cross when the thief was hanging there, did he look at him and says, have you been to church lately? Have you been faithful in paying your tithes? Have you been baptized? Did he? He was up there for a crime. He was up there. He, he's going to hell. In reality, that's where he's going. But at the time of his brokenness, in the time where his spirits were crushed, church, at the time he cries out to him and says, have mercy on me. And he says, today you'll be in paradise. Why? Because my God shows up, church. He shows up, amen. When you have godly sorrow, this man repented on the cross moments before he's going to die, and God's still saving him. So don't tell me my God doesn't save people that cry out, because I believe my God showed up for those people. He showed up for anyone that cried out to God said, God. I don't know what's going to happen if I repented. And I know that there's people that are living today that repented, and I hope they're in church today. Because in that will be worldly sorrow, which brings on death. God gave them a chance for those that live, church. But I believe that those that cried out and died, they're living again. They're walking in streets of gold. <laughs> Come on, somebody. That's our belief, right? Don't, 
you die, where are you going to go? The streets of gold. There's the mansion. Amen. Man. I know they miss here, but I tell you, they probably won't want to leave that. If I'm up there, I wouldn't want to leave. Heck no, let them figure it out. I'm here. <laughs> I made it. Amen. If I go back down there, I might blow it. Amen. God is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed.